Well, hello. Oh my god, it has been a minute. This semester has been a whirlwind of so many things, from new experiences to just the general insanity 2020 has been. There's no doubt that we've all been unsure of what's going on in the world, let alone ourselves. And now that things are slowing down, at least for the next week or two with Thanksgiving, I finally given this podcast the light of day and I'm bringing you a new episode regarding mental health. I'm joined today with Ashley Sullivan, a freshman in college and a friend of mine from back in the day to discuss how school and COVID has tampered with mental health in the student population. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Ashley. How's it going? (laughs) Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Do you want to introduce yourself to to the crowd? Yes, sure thing. Um, Hey guys, I'm Ashley. I am a first year college student at Monroe Community College, baby. I am majoring in psychology with hopes of opening my own practice. And um, yeah, I'm very excited for my college journey and I'm very happy to be here. So thank you for having me. Of course, I'm thrilled to have you the vibes i haven't recorded in like four weeks because i've been i've been drowning in work and i literally want to cry but you know alas here we are classic that's definitely something that i've been struggling with too is like the amount i think it's crazy that our whole world is in crisis right now yeah for sure here we are like sitting down with just draining ourselves with a ton of work but i think it's great that you're still doing this because it's It's important to have balance and do things that you actually like to do in the midst of all of this. Mm -hmm. True. I haven't sat down in a long time and just did something that I liked. I don't know. That's that's actually a lie. I played the guitar today for about an hour and that was very, very nice. But like, I don't know, in terms of like reconnecting with people that I haven't talked to in a bit. So this is why we're here. Um, That's definitely something to I feel like COVID has a huge part to do with it and what I learned when you know quarantine started and all that fun stuff um you really learn who is real and who's not because during that time we were all forced to we were only able to see people who we were really close with family and that was pretty much it but as time like went on you could definitely tell if you that was really when talk about you'll make time for someone if you actually care. That was the epiphany of the representation of that. So it definitely was a huge change in so many aspects of like everyone's life. It was crazy. Yeah. It's insane. I don't know. And also just like the shift back to school, I think I feel like more, even more distanced from like people that I didn't talk to back home. Like, I feel like I haven't talked to them in a year because of just how much time has passed. If you, it's if probably literally been a year. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yes, 110%. I feel like time is like just not even existing anymore. Yeah. Like every, all the days blend together during this. Mm-hmm. Even now, like this whole week, I don't know why this week, but I think just because I've been swamped with work, I usually keep like a daily diary or whatever, like a journal. And I write down what I did that day just because I like to remember that stuff. And I kept one last year and it's just so nice to look back. I haven't written in it at all. And it's been a week and it's just so unlike me. Can we talk about that for a second, dude? Yeah. Journaling is so important. Mm -hmm. I like, I never, 
I never had time to or either wanted to do it too because I wanted to avoid you know like going into depth about how I'm feeling about things Mm -hmm. because I've always I don't know I feel like this is very similar for a lot of college kids or just people in general but I feel like people tend to tell ourselves that we are not allowed to feel our emotions because we have responsibilities and we that's something like I'm like if I'm getting stressed out about school I'm like I don't have time to like be stressed like I have a test due like I can't feel my feelings it's journaling is such a good way to do that or you don't even have to like write like a whole essay about your day just doing like a gratitude journal saying like writing down one thing and that you're grateful for in your notes every day it makes everything around you feel so much brighter and like it brings so much more livelihood to your life when you're able to look at anything in your day and be like, wow, I'm really grateful for that. Um, And I think that's really important for everyone to reflect on during this time, because obviously the amount of injustice going on in our country right now is through the roof, but it's definitely important for all of us to look at what we have and be like, wow, I am so blessed for everything that I have in my life and the people that you have in your life too, because this has brought so many people apart. But I think it will bring people together to hopefully, eventually, hopefully our generation will be the people to do that. I completely resonate with what you said. I, yeah, it really is. I'm, I'm one of those people who I find it really difficult to communicate how I'm feeling to others, if that makes sense. In the moment, I like can't sort of string the words together to articulate how, um, how I'm feeling or how something is affecting me. But that right there, that's why it's good even I like sometimes when you talk to someone and make sure it's someone that you you obviously trust and are feel comfortable opening up to, but the people who are there for you when you're like, I have no idea how the fuck to put my emotions together right now. The people who are going to be there for you will put your words together for you, if that makes sense. And I think it's important even just to like let it out. Like, I'm sorry, I totally cut you off there. But no, like, you're totally fine. <laughs> I think it's so important. Even if you don't know how to communicate it, let it out. Because you are already communicating it in ways that you're not aware of. You're communicating it with your facial expressions, your body language, in your head. Like, all of those feelings are already oozing out in your head. It's so important to communicate, for sure. But keep going. I love to talk. <laughs> no, you're, no you're, you're all good. I also think just, like, Coming back to school, I know mental health in general has been not like a hot topic, but kind of a hot topic during quarantine and stuff. And I definitely was struggling in terms of who I should stay in contact with, if friendships were worth maintaining, if I did something wrong because those friendships were sort of waning out. But there's a lot of things that aren't in your control. So I think quarantine allowed me to like reevaluate everything and understand that people grow apart. It's natural. It's don't ultimately like, don't put pressure on yourself. If something isn't working for whatever reason, there could be so many, so many factors that are playing into this, but don't blame yourself because I, I, I did that. And that was not, that was not a good, that was not a good time. Not going to lie. Oh my gosh. Being, well, this is the thing about mental health that a lot of people don't really see is that you're your own worst enemy. Your mind is your most powerful part of your entire body. Mm-hmm. And mental health isn't, it, if it affects you physically too. It affects a lot of people physically. But what you said about there being a lot of factors is so accurate. It's internal and external factors, your environment. And your environment has to do with 
where you are physically, but the people you're around, the music you're listening to, what, and that's why social media, especially with everything going on, I've been unfollowing people, cleansing through my social media, because that's an input to our brains. And if it's negative, what are we doing to ourselves? Like we're just putting ourselves in a bad mood and we don't need any of that extra crap. I totally agree with that. I I deleted my socials over quarantine because I was just so tired of seeing people that just, I don't know, first of all, feeling like excluded, which I shouldn't have because people shouldn't have been hanging out anyway. Like that was one thing. And I just, I think quarantine made me realize it's kind of counterintuitive that I want to catch up with people in person. I know that's like completely like, doesn't make sense because you're supposed to, you know, follow guidelines. And Oh, it made me realize that I don't need to see people on Instagram. And I, I don't want to know that they did something through Instagram. I want to talk to them in person. I want to catch up with them in person. And, you know, it's like a weird, a weird thing. I'm just tired. Honestly, I'm just so tired of like social media culture and like people, <sighs> overthinking everything about how they look and just wanting I don't know that's probably just because people have insecurities I have my own insecurities but putting yourself out there like that just there's just something that's very like unsettling in a way it's 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 vulnerable in a sense and you're sort of you're not at all mitigating your insecurity you're sort of you're making it worse by worse I don't know I don't know if that's like a hot take yes actually I think it makes it worse because you're trying to fulfill your insecurity with things that aren't going to make you secure. And this is something that I've, this has been a huge journey for me is you have to put, you have to find your self-worth and that is so important. You need to know your worth, but then you know your worth, apply it to your life. Apply your worth to your life. Apply your worth to who you're putting your energy into. Apply them to your habits. That's one of the really sad things about social media. And that's why like people's depression is really bad, like skyrocketing in teenagers nowadays is because we're all insecure. We all hate ourselves and we're putting everything out on the internet in hopes that someone will make us feel better about ourselves. Yes. And we need to do that ourselves. That all starts with you. You cannot search for yourself and other people. Yes. You need to do that on your own and it's hard and it sucks, <laughs> but it's so worth it. And it's a, yeah. pro- it's like a, it's a process. And it, you can't rely on other people to fulfill you in any way, because at the end of the day, all you have is yourself. And especially when it comes to mental health, it's hard to trust yourself. And it's hard to accept that mental health is a cycle and it's a process. There's no starting destination. There's no ending destination. It's always moving. There are always going to be ups and downs and it's exhausting. But when you know who you are, and you know your level of worth and your level of respect, you become unstoppable because then you set boundaries, everything else around you changes. And that's why it's like you were talking about earlier with the internal and external factors. You need to focus within before you can look on the outside because we don't realize that the more we work on ourselves, the more we raise our energy, we raise our vibrations, we become better, more wholesome people in ourself, you start attracting people with that similar energy all the time. And I noticed that when I left school, when I left high school, my whole environment changed, but it was beautiful. And it was a terrible journey. I look at life in such a more enthusiastic way now, because I look at myself and I'm like, oh, I went through all that, but look at where we are now. And that's what 
mental health is about is accepting the fact that we can't control our emotions, but we can regulate them. And it's a, once we learn how to do that, we really become unstoppable. And the sky is the limit. You you limit yourself, but we are all capable of anything we put our minds to. And that's the most beautiful and the most terrifying thing about human nature is that we don't realize the power and capability we all have as individuals. It's insane. And that's why it's so important to be kind to other people. And like we were talking about before we started recording, but it's so important to empathize and put us in other people's shoes because you never know what someone's going through. Their social media could be the most beautiful work of art you've ever seen. And their family life could be horrible. They could have like an eating disorder. Like you, you never know. You literally never know. And that's why you need, like, people just need to shut their mouth and respect the fact that everyone lives in a bubble. And we are all so worried about how other people are looking at us and what the things that we're doing are like, how people are interpreting that. But each one of us is all so caught up in our own little world that we really, no one notices because we're all so anxious. Little TED talk there for you. <laughs> I, I said I would um, I would totally endorse you um, when you become a psychologist because what you just said is just oh my gosh <laughs> like you're wise beyond your years is basically what I said yeah I mean I get that I get that a lot and whenever I hear that I'm like really I think I'm like no absolutely nothing like I'm like really you want to take advice from me <laughs> are you sure <laughs> but honestly dude like. At this point in my life, all I want to do is use my struggle to inspire other people. That's all I want to do. Because I think that in our society now, and, you know, I'll just give a little background for the podcast, you know, the vibes. I'm actually, you know, like a minor still. <laughs> I'm 17. Um, I graduated high school a year early because it wasn't my environment. This is why it is so important for people to do what they want to do and not what society tells them is right or wrong to do because society puts so much pressure on us from the second we start ninth grade, where you're going to college, you have to take your SAT, you have to get a good grade on your SAT, you have to take all APs, you have to get all A's. If you don't get all A's, you're not going to be able to go to a good school. You're never going to be able to find a job, yada, yada, yada. And everyone is conditioned to go to high school, get a diploma go to college, get another piece of paper, find a job, work a job, get married, have kids, buy a home, retire, and then pass away. Damn, that's and tough life. <laughs> I think that's crazy. I think it's crazy. Like, who came up with that idea of that being normal for everyone to do? It's a social and construct. And like, no one, like, like, even, that is very true. I just think that's, like, I won't get too into it because I'll go on a 10 minute rumble. That means absolutely nothing because I like get lost in my own thoughts when it comes to that. But I think it's so important. If something's negatively affecting your mental health, get yourself out of it. Yes, you will ha always have to make sacrifices. You're always going to have to make sacrifices. But in the long run, it's going to be so worth it. I got a lot of, you know, questioning like, oh, my God, she left school. Wow. And people were like scared. Ugh, they were like, I hate that. like I was like the girl who dropped. I was the vice president of the junior class who dropped out of high school. Of course, like I didn't drop out, but like that's how people like perceived it, and it was weird because I did something different. And people need to understand that that's okay. 
it's okay if not everyone else around you supports you on your path, because guess what? Now they all compliment me and they all, all the time, I wish I did what you did, yada, yada, yada. But instead of looking at that in a negative way, like where I'm looking down on them, like, meh, I look at that in a way where it's like, wow, like I really made an impact. I really made an impact. And you want to know what is so inspiring to me is that my counselor told me that I was the first student he's ever had do that. And that meant so much to me because not only was he willing to work so well with me, and that's why it's so important to surround yourself with good people and show appreciation for those who will go to the ends of the earth for you. And especially now, literally anyone who's listening to this right now, go text your friends and family and tell them how much you love them and how grateful you are for everything that they've done because tomorrow is never guaranteed, never guaranteed ever. I just think it's so important every day to wake up with a mindset of I'm going to do the best I can today. And even if the best I can do is getting out of bed and like drinking a glass of water, good for you. Like you got out of bed today. And I think that's something that people need to start giving themselves a round of applause. And like we were talking about earlier, it's really hard. Like you were saying, like, you're hard on yourself. That is okay. But we need to forgive ourselves. We really need to let go of that self-hatred we hold against ourselves because we're all just trying to figure it out. And we're all in this together. And we all feel like this. Yeah, I mean, like, why... I mean, I, it's not like I'm, and whenever I talk like all, you know, like in a positive way, I'm not like the Buddha. Like there are times where I'm sitting in bed and I'm just like, I hate the world and I hate myself and things are terrible. It's, it's, and it's okay to feel like that. There's nothing wrong with feeling like that. Nothing wrong at all. And you need to tell yourself that any work at all is good work. Any work is good work because every day, if you do something and you look at yourself in the mirror and you were like, I made progress today. That's all that matters. It's all that matters. Like, just be patient with yourself. Don't try to fight yourself. Don't do sit down at the computer and do 20 hours of work. Get up and then you're like, oh my God, like I could have done this better. Meh, 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 meh. Like, just breathe, slow down. Like, literally, the world might not even exist in seven years at this point. So, (laughs) I don't know. Oh, Lord. Ugh, you're so right about that. I think I think a lot of it too, at least for me, going to a school where everyone is competing with one another. I, I think that's something that I've noticed, especially uh, since I've joined a business fraternity as like the only non-business major and only person who doesn't want to do investment banking. Like literally everyone wants to do invest, investment banking and they're like, I'm going to go work at Goldman Sachs. I'm going to go work at Morgan Stanley. Like all of these like top-notch firms. And honestly- I have no idea what I want to do. And, you know, that scares me a lot of the times because people are always talk so – it's not even a passion because I sometimes they do it for a show. But people talk so much about what they want to do and what they've already done to get where they want to be. And it's, like, frustrating because I feel like I – sometimes I feel like I haven't taken on the opportunities that I could have, which is – it's hard. And I always say that I'm not doing enough, but, like, I'm also drowning in work. So it's really hard to find – a balance that I guess is accepted by society. Does that make sense? Because I don't, it's really hard that like a lot of the times you're driven by how other people perceive you, which I'm, I don't think, I really don't think I'm like that, but. But you could be, and you might not even know it. A lot of other people are. 
Like I literally, could I could true. be. I don't know. Like we really have no, for years I was like, I'm going to be a neurosurgeon and I'm going to go to Harvard. Yeah, no, honey. Like we did not drop out of chemistry with a 55 to go to Harvard. Like, <laughs> let's be realistic. <laughs> oh like, my God. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing about drought, like a balance that is accepted by society is a brilliant way of putting it because you will never find that. That is impossible. I wish, I wish that there was a balance accepted by society, but the only thing that's going to be accepted by society is the norm and what they want. Um, and sometimes what society asks of us isn't what's best for us as individuals. Um, so with that being said, you need to find your internal balance. What can you do as an individual in your life internally and externally that can bring you a balance between realistic and constructive thinking and feeling your emotions and letting yourself feel your emotions because emotions are a beautiful thing. They suck as well, but they can teach us so much more about ourselves and what we need to do for us. But we can only figure that out if we tap into them. Ugh, I'm just thinking now I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm going down a spiral. I shouldn't be going down. <laughs> no, no. Oh it's a, boy, but dude. This, these are the conversations that people need to have more often, because we should all think about this. And it's terrible. People hate having these conversations because it's like, wow, you really had to call me out, and now I'm gonna be sitting contemplating my entire life. But it's like that's we <laughs> we should look at it in a way that's like, wow. All humans are so intuitive to each other because we process emotions in very similar ways and everyone is insecure and everyone is yelling at themselves because they're not doing good enough. And that's why balance is so important. And I think a part of balance is feeling our emotions in context, if that makes sense. So I and I know I know you hardworking little Ivy League girl like you and I mean I remember you in high school like literally screaming at yourself in your head because you didn't get you only got an A but you knew that you could have gotten an A plus if you really applied yourself <laughs> and it's like totally get that like completely but you still got an A you still performed, you still did the work, you still did the work to study. Like, I think we definitely need to give ourselves more credit because we never do. And we, at least for me personally, I hate giving myself credit for any of my accomplishments because I get like emotional and I'm like, I'm like, why am I emo right now? Like we should be happy. But I feel like sometimes we get sad when we think about Sometimes we get sad when we think about things we accomplish because you think about the process that's gone into it, the hard work, but that's, that's the amazing part about it is the ups and downs. There's like, the only thing, the only thing I feel like people should be worried about is the plateau. That, that should be the only thing when, if you feel yourself start to plateau, you should check in with yourself, self-regulate. Self-regulation is so important, self-reflection. And that's why alone time is so critical. And journaling is critical because we can express our emotions to other people with ease. 
I can sit down and talk to you for hours about how I feel and I can articulate it in a way that makes it seem like I know exactly how I feel, but I have no clue. <laughs> like, and so we need to talk that way. We need to talk that way to ourselves, but we can't do that unless we really sit down and like do it. We, there's no, there's no halfway to healing. There is no halfway to healing. You are either in it to win it or you're out. But really like healing is a process. And dude, you're 19 years old. Like you're so young and you're doing amazing things already. And anyone else who's listening to this is probably also doing the same. You have your whole life ahead of you. You have years and years and years to figure out who you are. You don't need to know right now. Of course, there's going to be pressure to know your exact like four-year plan. But really, I, I think like present specifically to the time that's happening right now, no one knows what's going on. No one has any clue or people can act like they know, but really none of us do. And that's why it's so, it's important anyway to stay present. Um, something that I always say is that we need to heal from our past to stay in the present and grow in the future. Because if we're sitting in the present and we keep thinking about things that have, we've gone through in the past or things that have happened in the past, yeah, but not only that, but we, we're, there's no way you can enjoy the future if you can't enjoy the present. How are you going to be present in the future if you can't be present now? How, how can you be present for yourself when you're actually being successful and doing the things you want to do? You're always going to be looking for the next best, best thing if you don't stop and look around you and think, wow, I did this. I did this. And that's every, every single college kid right now is doing this themselves for the most part. I mean, for me, at least, because all my classes are online, I have like Zooms and stuff like that. We are being tested for sure. So literally give yourself a pat on the back, girl, because you and all of your peers are working so hard right now because you all want to be successful and you will. You just have to let yourself be successful. Let yourself feel the success. Let yourself feel the happiness and the pleasure and that feeling of when you're on top and you're just looking at everything around you and you're like, wow, like everything's just so awesome. And we need, we need to stay present in order to enjoy that. And staying present is really, really hard if you're not honest with yourself. That's so true in so many, so many aspects. This could go on and on. <laughs> no, you always make really, really good points. But I think one thing I just like wanted to touch back, back on, sort of like, again, this idea of success and like telling yourself like feelings of accomplishment it's really hard for me to feel happy for myself or say that I'm like, I think before, like I said, like say that I'm doing enough because whenever I've never really felt a sense of accomplishment, which is strange. I mean, I, I even like getting like the bid for the business fraternity. I don't know. I was like, yay. But then you but were like, also like, I feel like I could have done know, like, better. Yeah. Or like, I, I don't deserve this. Like I really undermine myself in terms of like, where I've come, I still have imposter syndrome here. Like, I still don't feel like I, I deserve to be here. Um, and that that's for like a, like a myriad of reasons that I don't really want to go into, but. Well, first of all, before you, before you go on, you have worked every second of your life to be where you are right now. You have done, so, Louisa, all throughout high school, I looked at you and I was like, 
I want to be you when I grow up. Like, I'm not exaggerating. I was like, wow, like (laughs) I look at you as such a role model. And as I got to know you more and we got closer, I was like, how does she not see herself the way that I do? But also that goes for everyone because you are always going to undermine yourself because you are a hard worker. That's something to be like, dude, like be, I know it's so much easier said than done, but when I tell you that you have, you have worked for this and you do, you deserve every second of it. You really do. So point blank period, like you got here and you are at Cornell for a reason. You're there for a reason. Man, I need you. I need you as like the little voice inside my head to telling me to keep going. <laughs> like, you know, the, you know, the book, the little I train was, that could just keep, or I was, just, I was about to say just keep swimming, but that's Dora, so. <laughs> just keep swimming. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, just said Dora. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is Dory, going right? inside. Yeah, it, no, it really is. It's coming to that like, point. This is me. This is the real me. <gasps> so basically long story short, I have just like trouble recognizing my accomplishments and feeling good about myself and just like feeling a sense of confidence, which I'm trying to improve on. I think that's really helping me even just like being within PGN, which is the Phi Gamma Nu, which is the business fraternity I'm um, pledging. I'm technically not in it yet, but um, one of my goals that I had for this whole semester was to gain more confidence in myself because when you have confidence within yourself, you're able to project it and convince other people that you actually have it. <laughs> yeah. Even if you don't, which you should, that's like, I don't know. I think that's something I'm most excited for. And I think with confidence, then I'll be able to accept and, you know, be proud of the accomplishments I have because I know that I yes. earn them and for the right reasons. Dude, what you just said about how your confidence has brought like a different group, a different group of people into your life. And what I actually have been working on is affirmations. Every single day, I literally have a list of 21 things that I say to myself in the mirror three times. And I, when I tell you that this has given me so much confidence, I'm not kidding. And when I tell you, dude, that if you tell, when you tell yourself those things, even if you don't believe it, I mean, I've done, let's see, I've been in therapy for like seven years now. And I used to make fun of stuff like that because I was like, there's no way that actually works. Like, come on, like, I'm not going to think that. And then I started doing it. And I was like, I feel like the baddest bitch on the whole planet right now. I feel great. Like, I feel awesome. (laughs) Because if whatever you believe, whatever you believe is your reality. So if you believe negative things about yourself, that's your Mm -hmm. whole perception of everything is going to be negative. But like you said, you work on confidence and you at least act in confidence, you will start to see things around you change. It really has to do with people's energy and matching people's vibe. And the more confidence you have, the better people you're, you will attract in your life because confident people are sound. They are decisive and they are committed. But of course, Another example of why balance is very important is confidence, for example. So confidence is in the middle on one extreme end of the spectrum. There is insecurity. On the other, there's narcissism. So Mm -hmm. it's super important to keep people in the middle of that. But I think that's awesome. And dude, just recognizing that you have a goal for yourself and small steps, even though they may seem small, they can be huge. But- 
Another point that I want to touch on really quick with you about like not giving yourself enough credit for your success. For you personally, I would start with thinking like try to start forgiving yourself for things in the past that you feel like you could have done better on. Are, do you ever feel like you have those things you think about now that you're like, oh, well, if I did this, I could have, you know, been able to do this at Cornell or et cetera. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, you know, when I get I'll free therapy right now, please come out my business cards. You know, when I like get my own practice, find out the <laughs> <some> best years. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Um, moral of the story is forgive yourself for all the things that you feel like you could have done better to get to where you are now. Look at where you are now and say, I'm so blessed to have this opportunity to be where I am now, to have worked through what I've worked through. And I'm so excited to apply myself and the growth that I have made to be where I am now and prosper in the future. That's all. <laughs> way, way to end like a hefty conversation. Well, I want to thank you, Ashley, for joining me today, and you always bring such wise words to the table. Again, can't believe you're so young and you have all of this to say about life, and I don't know. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me, and I wish you the best of luck with your classes and everything that's going on in your life. Stay healthy, stay safe, and I hope to see you on another episode. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I love you, and we will keep in touch very soon. Yes, for sure. Huge thanks for tuning into this episode of Best Years. If you enjoyed this week's episode, be sure to head over to iTunes and give Best Years a rating. For more information regarding the show and updates on posting schedules, be sure to follow and like Best Years on Instagram and Facebook at Best Years Podcast. Best Years is hosted, edited, produced, and managed by Louisa Weldy, and the intro music is by Sean Yu. If you or anyone you know is struggling with mental health, know that prioritizing your well-being comes first. If you're struggling with mental health, and even if you are not, now more than ever is the time to talk to a therapist. From what I've read, based on the COVID relief bill, I think it is, therapy is now free if you have health insurance since there is no co-payment. I am not sure of the full details regarding this, but talk to your healthcare provider if it is something you may be interested in. With that, take it easy everyone, and stay safe.